Hey everybody, before we begin today's episode of the Tip of the Iceberg podcast, let me tell you about all the platforms you can find the podcast on. Not only can you find us on Anchor, but you can find us on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Casts, Radio Public, Spotify, and Stitcher. All the links will be in the description of every episode. So let's get into this episode. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Tip of the Iceberg Wrestling Podcast slash YouTube channel where wrestling meets reality. This is my review of the first ever um, televised NXT episode. It was last night. They had the first hour on USA Network, and then the second hour, quote-unquote, hour on the WWE Network. I'll be doing this in two segments. I'll be doing the USA Network portion, then a little bit of a break, and then I'll do the WWE Network portion. So, let's get started. So, the show was phenomenal, in my opinion, nonetheless. Despite some issues here and there, um, and some... Technical issues on the Netflix part, which was very bad timing. The show, I thought, in all, was fantastic. Now, the issue most people are having here, I think people gave this um, a higher expectation value than they should have. I don't know why, but a lot of people were kind of iffy on certain things in the show, and I thought the things they were iffy about um, were essential in going forward with the product. I don't know if they had this like takeover mindset for NXT, because or they just think anytime NXT is on that they should be delivering crazy um, matches and stuff, which they did here. I think people gave them higher expectations than they should have been the first show because they alluded to story last night and everything they did last night is setting up for the future, which they did incredible. At last night, the show, in my opinion, was I give it 4.2 out of 5. There were some things that were kind of eh, but for the most part, the show I thought was fantastic. So, last night and next week, um, it'll be half on USA, half on the network. Then, starting the following week, which is also when AEW begins, Shocker, they'll be doing both hours on USA Network. So, the first portion, which was on the USA Network, started off with Triple H. Put a little promo, you know, with all it was a very vignetted black background behind him. Very cool shot. I've been talking about NXT's prestige and all that stuff, and then it, it panned to like a smartphone looking display. He's like, "Let us show you." So he walked out of the curtain and just panned his phone around for the crowd to see the crowd in the arena. It was a very good opening shot. It was very good. Good intro. The first match was a fatal four-way match for the number one contendership. So the NXT Women's Championship get Io Shirai versus Bianca Belair versus Mia Yim versus Candice LeRae, Miss Johnny Rafferty herself. This match, for the most part, was a very, very good match. I enjoyed it a lot. Um, it was such, it was a good match. It was a very good opener, very good strong opener for the for the show being on the, on the network. I will say, well, the, 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 I'll talk about this in a little bit, never mind, excuse what I just said, never mind, um, but anyway, the, this match was a um, good match, Cancelory won, so she'll be facing Shayna Baszler, I think they could do the the match in two weeks when AEW starts up, which is coincidental, 
Um, but it's Candice Lillie versus Sarah Baszler for the NXT Women's Championship. Um, that's gonna be a very good match. I'm so, I'm so excited for that match. The next match was just like a um squash match. It was Sean Maluda versus Cameron Grimes. Cameron Grimes, so called the low budget uh James Storm. That's hilarious, I think. The match was like six seconds long. Um, Grimes hit like a big boot and carried it all the way through to a curb stomp to the face. Look, it looked gruesome. This is a good way to introduce Grimes because a lot of people who watch or who watched this show did not know who probably any of these people are. Aside from Johnny Gargano and those who are probably. And um, this show was a good show to make people aware of the major players on the brand, which there are a lot of major players. Take note, main roster. The NFC has a lot of key players. WWE, the main roster, struggling to have viable contenders for their titles. It just seems to show how NXT is being superior than the main roster, and that's, after all this time, it's still crazy to me to say that. NXT knows what they're doing to some degree. But this introduced Cameron Ground very well. I see him being a good mid carder. I I think he'd be a, he'd be good to face an North American Championship in the future, maybe something like that in the future. But he's got a ways to go, I think, to get over. But this was a good showing, like a good like television debut, basically for him. So that's, that was, this match was good to get him over. It's so good here, Marlon Ronaldo, Nigel McGuinness, and even Beth Phoenix on mainstream television commentary. Because I was used to hearing Mar- Morrow and all them on TakeOver, because I know I watched the weekly show on the network. Um, but I'm just so happy that Morrow and them's on live television again. It's just great. It just made me happy to see that. Then the next match was, was the main event for the USA Network portion was Velcro Dream versus Zarnik Strong for the North American Championship. This match was a very good match, in my opinion. But the issue here is one that I didn't think about until after the fact, is that the commercials are going to kill NXT. They killed SmackDown before they had the little play-by-play screen they do. They kill Raw even sometimes. Commercials are way too long. And it seems like the commercials came every five minutes in this match. And this match suffered for that reason. Too many commercials. They need to do like the SmackDown live producers do and have the commercials on one part of the screen and the match in the upper corner so you can still watch the match. Because that killed this match in my opinion. But the finish came when I think it was Kyle Riley knocked Rotten Jim off the top rope. No, the Adam Cole with a super kick. And caused Roddy to do the inner heartache and get the pin. So Roderick Strong is now in your North American Championship. And now all the Undisputed has the main NXT titles. It's awesome to see. I'm curious to see when this is going forward. And this was a good way to end the USA Network portion. Now what I'm about to talk about in the WWE Network portion though. It does kind of overshadow all of that that just happened. Because the Network portion had the major angles going in. And you would figure they would either able, they would put one of these angles on the, the USA portion. Sorry, I got tongue-tied. They should have put one of these angles on the USA portion of this broadcast. But they put them both on the network portion, which makes people want to go to the network, not USA. So they need to spread it out a little bit more in the, as they keep moving forward. So join me back in a bit where we'll be talking about the WWE network portion of the show.
Welcome back, guys, to the TV Iceberg Wrestling Podcast. This is my review of the WWE Network portion of last night's NXT, which was the better portion. A lot happened in this hour, quote-unquote hour, that they should have spread it out on the network and USA because this is making everybody want to go to the network to see what happens, not the net, not USA next week. So this was a poor decision, in my opinion, for that. But the issue lies here was that the WWE Network was straight garbage last night. The WWE Network, it was not, it was a bad day to be working the network. Um, as soon as they said goodbye the, on the USA side, I went to the network. And it kicked me out. Because I knew it shouldn't have because I watched Clash of Champions Sunday on the network. And I had to resign, and I knew my information clearly. And it kept saying um, de- decoding error, or couldn't log in, decoding error, whatever. And so I kept trying and trying, and my phone didn't work, but I won't sit down on my phone for a whole hour like that because it messed up my battery. So I just like, okay, I kept trying to network. And I, by the time I got on it, I missed two matches, but luckily the matches were just filler matches. And um, this was terrible timing for WWE Network. And also, coincidental, last yesterday, myself and a lot of people were charged for the monthly cycle for the network. I thought that was kind of coincidental, but then the network literally stopped, was not working for nobody that met that for last night. Some of us got on finally towards the end, but it was too late. I, didn't, I gave up and didn't try mine. Luckily, um, the Twitch user um, pushed, I think it's Push to Play, the DJ was his name. I lost his, I keep forgetting to put it. Push Play the DJ is his name. Push Play the DJ on Twitch. He was um, broadcasting the show with his old ladies, so he wouldn't get copyrighted type of thing. And thanks to him for the show, I was able to watch the second, the, the most important parts of the show. Um, so shout out, make sure you check out Push Play the DJ on Twitch. He has awesome content, not just that. So the part I came back to... Well, I got the what I missed from WrestleZone.com. They did Pete Dunne versus um, Aruto Ruiz. Let me say his name. Um, Pete Dunne rolls him into a triangle chokehold, then then rolls him into the mounted position and snaps his fingers. He taps out because he breaks his fingers. So this is pushing Pete Dunne slowly to be a major contender, which I can't wait to see. Then they had a match with two women I cannot pronounce. I I think it's. Uh, Keely, X-I, uh, X, it's X-I-L-I versus Aaliyah with Vanessa Bourne, whoever they are, new people, I guess. Um, the, uh, Keely, whatever her name is, one with a uh, tornado kick. And according to the last people, this match was poor. Both the women kept botching everything. It was a bad match. So this was the worst match of the show, according to most people. So... Um, once I got on Twitch, I was able to see they had a picture of Leo Rush backstage. He was putting his jacket on, getting ready. They announced he was facing Oni Logan for the number one contendership match for the Cruiserweight Championship. That was mind-blowing. Leo Rush, I was not expecting him to be on the show or in there to be again. I was so happy he's on the show. I am so happy. Um, hopefully he's working out his issues he's had with his backstage etiquette and presence and he's working on that to improve that because he's too young to be making that type of mistakes. He's too good to be making, he's too good to be making the type of mistakes as well. So hopefully he has worked out his issues with that regard. But they show Leo Rush, 
He's got tattoos on his stomach now. He looks phenomenal. I'm glad. I'm so glad he's back. So, the match I saw coming afterwards was, um, again, thanks to Push Play the DJ on Twitch for letting me being able to watch the rest of the show. Next match, it had somebody named Don, Denz, Denzel Dejeuner. I thought it was disjointed, but they pronounced it Dejeuner. He's basically a No Way Jose, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air crossover. <laughs> and he was in dancing, he was in the face for Sheeta. And a, a faction I never heard of until this was called the Imperium of Alexander Wolfe, um, Martel Barthel and Fabian Aiken, I think is their names, came out. They, they did the typical shield thing, got in and destroyed um, Denzel. And they stood in uh, like a tent, like an attention, like an attention, like military does, and waited for Walter's music to hit. Walter came out to a massive pop as well, and they just came in. He made a little promise saying how the other ring generals they they here to bring honor back to this tradition of wrestling. This um made Kushida come out, and he gets in and he. Um, gets rid of all, gets rid of Aikna, Bartel, and uh, Wolf. Has a little scuffle with um, Walter, drop kicks him, uh, does some type of weird kick. So it was a cool kick, and runs out the ring. So he made his presence known. They'll be pushing for Walter versus Kushida for the UK Championship at some point. Gonna be an epic match, I'm sure. Now, I had a question. The question I had with this, though, was is this be too many titles for the brand? I'm assuming they're gonna scrap some of the NXT UK titles, but um, you got the NXT Heavyweight Championship, NXT Tag, North American, NXT Women, NXT UK, UK Tag, and I think UK Women as well. There might be another UK title missing, but that's a lot. It's like seven, eight titles right there. I'm assuming they're gonna scrap the NXT UK Tag and the NXT Women's and just. Have the UK and the North American Championship as the minor titles, with the tag, NXT Tag and NXT Heavyweight Championship as the majors. Um, what I would do just is just a bit of fancy booking. I would have a match down the road with unifying the uh, NXT um, North American Championship with the NXT UK Championship. I'll call it the NXT Global Championship maybe, or something like that. Just combine the two titles to have one minor title. Um, but all these people here, I'm so excited to see Walter and the Imperium. I didn't know about them until now. Um, and they look like a great force to reckon with. Walter is one of my favorites. I can't wait to see what he does on NXT. So, they're going to be pushing for Kushida versus Walter in the future. Can't wait for that. Next match was match of the night, in my opinion, was Leo Rush versus Oni Lorcan for the normal contendership match for the Cruiserweight Championship, which is also coming to NXT, too. Apparently, which is awesome to see as well. Okay, I'm glad that's getting the um, prestige and the time, television time it deserves. This match was a classic, chaotic, uh, great match. Um, back and forth, both men. Under Lorcan's incredible. Leo Rush is amazing, as always. He has lost a beat. Um, he won with after the Frog Splash. He may have tweaked his knee a little bit, the way it looked, but hopefully he's fine. It's going to be Leo Rush versus Drew Gulak for the Cruiserweight Championship sometime in the future. I'm, I don't know if 205 Live is done yet or not. Hopefully that is done and done. 
and they can all focus on being on NXT. But it's, I'm so happy to see Leo Rush back. Hopefully, like I said, he got his backstage issues checked and is having a, bad, a better backstage etiquette. So the main event of the entire show was Matt Riddle was killing Dame in a street fight. And this match was insane. It was chaotic from start to finish. They ended up balling in the back. They had a friend people join. They had Walter join in and help Riddle. Had the Forgotten Sons join in. Um, um, Jordan Miles joined in. A lot of people, the whole, basically the whole roster joined in. And the issue was, I've had this match, but had, they had a few, I would say, botches in my opinion. At one point, the security came out after they went around brawled to separate everybody. And to my justification, I can only justify this is because they tried to separate those who were not involved in the match from those who were involved in the match. But even though it's a street fight, no, no rules apply, but they shouldn't have done that. And um, it was a cool cliffhanger. They they brawled and brawled and brawled. They brawled. They were killing Dave here, nice senton over the ropes on everybody. It was insane. But the issue was, as the brawl was getting good, the thank you uh, full seven universities pop up came, and the show was over. With nine minutes to spare. Nine minutes to spare. A lot of fans are furious at this. I'm not pleased with it, but it does leave me wanting more of um, the, of all of this. So it did leave on a very high note, but it kind of left abruptly. And it's reported that Ring Regal came out to calm the chaos and said that next week they were going to do a sanctioned one-on-one -on -one match between Matt Riddle and Killian Dane, and the winner would face Adam Cole, baby, for the NXT Heavyweight Championship. I'm assuming that take over the following week, and that was that. They could they could have filled up nine minutes by there for real, had him brawl for a good five minutes, and William Regal coming out in the last three minutes for the um, announcement. I don't know why they quit so abruptly. I did not like that that part. Why people did not? Because they advertised nine to ten on the network, and we had nine to nine fifty. So I'm not pleased with that in, in a way, but the way they left it abruptly and chaotically makes me want to see more. So I'm in the middle on that point, on that part. So out of five stars, I would give NXT's debut, like this debut, a uh, 4.2 out of 5. The show made me want more of a lot of things. I wanted, I can't wait to see Candice LeRae versus Shayna Baszler. I cannot wait to see what they do with Dream and Strong going forward. Can't wait to see how, what P. Dunn go, does going forward. How Walter and the Imperium and Kushida stuff does going forward. I want to see Matt Riddle and Killing Dane take each other apart going forward. I want to see Leo Rush doing more. I have a lot I'm looking forward to in this show. And honestly, I am more happy with NXT this week than I am with the main roster and as a whole this week. Uh, while Raw and SmackDown was good, NXT, in my opinion, was very good. Hopefully the network will work next week. That was a very low point for me, though, was the network. How they they really didn't advertise NXT much on the network on Raw and SmackDown, which I thought was a very oh, bad oversight. But being that they we knew that it would be on the network on the second hour, they should they should have tested it and had all the precautions taken care of. But a lot of people on Twitter were angry because they could not get on the network. But again, check out um. Push play the DJ on Twitch 
That's why that's why a lot of us watched NXT second half it. Thanks to him for broadcasting like he did. Check him out. Um, thanks for listening to this episode. Let me know what you think about the show. Did you like it? Did you not like it? I'm hype for next week. And also going forward, um, I want to do NXT and AEW reviews both. I don't know how I'm going to do that. I'll play it by ear and let you know in the future. But I'm going to be doing NXT next week and see what we do the week after next because that's when AEW debuts. So I'm going to make sure to watch that at least. I can watch NXT. I don't know what I'm going to do, honestly. I'll think, I'll see. I might have to Twitch one thing on one device. I mean, not not Twitch. Um, I use Sling TV. I might sling one show on one device and one show on another device and just do it that way. I'll see. I'm not not sure yet. I'll let you all know about that. But thanks for watching this episode, guys. I was very sorry for last night. Let me know what you thought. I'll talk to you guys later.